heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. Well, this was a press release that shook not so much the free world, but the one world order socialists a takeover of many of these countries. That's really the world that this press release shook. I'm talking about Elon Musk. Uh, in it read, free speech is the bedrock of a functioning democracy, and Twitter is the digital town square where matters vital to the future of humanity are debated. And this was Elon Musk speaking in a statement that was included in the, the press release there announcing this deal. And again, it shook everything. This wasn't just something that shook the Wall Street and the markets. It it shook the core of humanity, or as he calls it, a functioning democracy. Now, the New Yorker reports that Musk has plans to take the social media company private and has said that he wants Twitter to adhere more closely to the principles of free speech, which in a statement Musk called the bedrock of a function in democracy. And in the same statement, he described Twitter as the digital town square where matters vital to the future of humanity are debated. Matters vital to the future of humanity are debated. You really can't have a debate when you only have one side of a conversation is the problem. They've already removed the other part of that debate for the most part. And if you do speak out of turn, they'll whip you upside the head, sense you a shadow ban you, or just toss you off the platform. Uh, basically, so I don't know what that does for any function of democracy at that point. Now, you know, the, the most notable point in this whole story is that, OK, Twitter permanently banned uh, the former president, Donald Trump, who, by the way, had 88 million followers, more actually than Elon Musk has right now for the platform, for what they call spreading false information again, which is information like Hunter's laptop and things like that, that don't condone to their policies, their agenda, whatever it might be, that, that would come under, might be true, but they call it disinformation or misinformation when it doesn't uh, accomplish or help their agenda move forward, basically, okay? But you know, this whole thing, let's be clear, everyone always says, well, is he gonna bring the former president back and what's gonna happen there? But this is, goes way beyond Donald Trump. I mean, the, Twitter has is suspended and thrown off countless people. I mean, really great names they've thrown off the platform. Conservatives everywhere have been tossed off. And those who haven't been tossed off are being heavily censored, to be sure. Shadow ban, no, no doubt about it. And listen, I'm not the kind of person who cries about this thing or cries over spilled milk. I, I, you never, I just don't do it. You don't hear me out there doing that. I just move forward, take the tools that are available to me to get the job done, my fellow Americans. And to our friends around the globe here, welcome into the voice of a nation. I want to talk to you today about this bedrock of a function of democracy and what the dangers really are. And I think what's so remarkable to me 
is that up to this point, there were still a lot of people say, oh, come on, they're not doing that. Oh, come on, that's not happening. You're imagining these things. I don't know how anybody says that now. When you see the way all of these pieces are playing out and you see the meltdown of the people uh, on the left who were trying to drive this thing right into the ground with their agenda to get what they wanted out of this and get Trump the hell out of the way. And I'll prove it to you today. And with all that said, this this is really that this is the biggest story of the most important significance of our lifetime. And I've been saying this for some time, well before Elon Musk just, you know, got into the game here and decided to uh, shake it up a little bit. Right. You know, rock the canoe, which is what Trump does so effectively to get people's attention. It goes far deeper than that, because if this is really, you know, damaging the bedrock of a functioning democracy per se, uh, well, we're, we're in a heap of trouble. But we already know this. We've been talking about it for years now. It's been building for a very long time. And, you know, a lot of people in denial, but you can't deny the truth, people. You can't. I mean, they try. And of course, the media and the cable media, the mainstream media and the social media and all of them and all the communications fields, uh, you know, they all seem to be lock in step, uh, taking America right off the cliff, which is really, again, the biggest story of our generation. I've said it before. It's going to beat everything. It's going to beat the Capitol 6, uh, January 6th story. It'll beat the election. The fact that all of the oligarchs and all the media lock and step have made the conscious decision to, well, damage the, the bedrock of a function of democracy, as Elon Musk says it. I mean, that that is the story of this generation, of multiple generations right now. It's a story of the century, actually. There is no bigger story, people, because if you can't get the information out effectively, if you can't, you know, uh, uh, get these stories in the truthful manner, in the way they need to be reported, then what do you really have? You have people who get into these positions of power in these various organizations with really corrupt and crooked and horrific agendas. None of these are an America first agenda. They don't put the country anywhere near first. They, they, it, that's not their priority. They don't care. They, they have other means they want to do with this country. That's become very clear to me. And this is coming from somebody who is, doesn't think like a globalist and doesn't play with conspiracy theories and new world order, a kumbaya moments, you, you understand. But the data and the evidence is, is remarkably clear right now. I want to bring you back to January. 28th in uh, 2021. Okay. This is interesting. And this, a lot of these things I'm going to have for you today will, will prove some pretty big points here. This was a story in Politico. And it had the headline, Twitter's priceless gift to Biden. Now, I did a lot of research on this whole, because I've been following this narrative of Elon Musk. And, and of course, this whole fascinating world of what's happening to the media. So this political article, Twitter's priceless gift to Biden, starts with, in, in Budin Trump, 
Twitter has, well, seemingly realigned the political universe and shielded the new president from what surely would have been rabid attacks from his predecessor. As he entered his first week in office, President Joe Biden was handed a priceless gift, the blissful sound of former President Donald Trump's Twitter silence. Gone are the pre-dawn tirades, the all-caps declarations, the sleepy Joe mocking, the Fox News-driven agitations, and the general incitements. Instead, Biden debuted a flurry of executive orders without ever having to deal with what surely would have been rapid-fire antagonism from the man whose legacy he was dismantling. Inside the White House, officials insist that their communication strategy hasn't changed simply because Trump is gone and silent. Now, let me pause there. So now you have to ask, well, what was their communication strategy? Think back there, please, to this selection. What was their communication strategy? Well, they had one. But it was not to really have one, not to have a message. It was that they would run this thing very low key, say very little, and they'd run it, as you notice, from the basement, the bunker. It became known as Bunker Biden, right, throughout the campaign. There were no... Uh, you know, there was no, no uh, campaigning, no speeches, no events, no nothing, all in the name of COVID, mind you, for a candidate who would become president, who was having a really difficult time putting a few syllables together, uh, surely without a teleprompter, almost impossible. And even with it, highly, highly challenged to deliver it. So they knew that. And this was their communication strategy. So. Any interference with that was a deflection from their communication strategy, which was a clean path to the White House with no interruptions. Now, back to the biggest story of this century. All the media, the cable media, the mainstream media, the social media, all the oligarchs, everybody lined up and they were happy to oblige. Never really, I think, possibly, potentially taken into consideration where we would be today. Now, I say that as a bit of a, giving them the benefit of the doubt, the caveat, and I'm not sure I can really hold any truth to what I just said, you understand? Not really sure I can, because I don't really know. I mean, unless they're that evil and that demented that this is what they wanted for our country right now, and potentially many of you would argue back with me, well, it is, Malcolm. Clearly, they want to dismantle the entire country and throw us right into the tank, into the toilet. But that becomes more than just a grand plan for a one world government or order. You know, it, it, it comes a little more than that now. I mean, you're really taking America down multiple pegs. If this was their intention, then you could argue that and say, well, they thought perhaps maybe that Joe Biden would have done, you know, done sort of a better job by now, or, or would it be this bad, or the inflation wouldn't be this bad, or the gas price wouldn't be that high, or he might not have dismantled the energy, or you know, maybe whatever. But then again, he did do that agreement with the Unity Task Force with Bernie Sanders. He was doing all the green stuff with AOC and that whole team of Sanders. Now, that was all very well documented before, but keep in mind, none of these media outlets reported on any of this because they they cleared all the distractions off the field or off the war, war path, you know, and they 
created a clear path for Biden to get to the White House. So that was their communication strategy, back to the political article, okay? This whole thing here about um, Twitter and what they were up to, and it goes more than Twitter. Facebook did the same thing, by the way. We tend to focus on Twitter more so because the president had a, but he had a big presence also on Facebook. It wasn't just Twitter. He had equally a presence there. Something about Twitter, though, is driving the big global conversations. I mean, he, you know, Trump made it fashionable to be on there, and he had other world leaders on there. And I reported on this at the time when it was just breaking and really news that you had other leaders, other world leaders on there expressing a policy, opinions in real time. This was a whole new day. Before this, all that would have had to go on through those media, uh, those outlets I just speak about. So they weren't happy for that, uh, surely, you know. This, this priceless article here, they talk about the priceless gift of Biden, Twitter's that is, back in January 21. Okay, and this is as he's commanding the White House now, just going to enter in the Oval Office. You know, it's interesting when you go back and you look historically at some of these stories and you see what they knew or they didn't know. Let's continue with this political article here. It says, and I quote, the president spent two years ignoring Trump's distractions. Now they're speaking of Biden here, okay, current day, but in, in 21 when he just got into the office, you know. And staying focused on the message he wanted to deliver and it paid off with a command and win, a command and win. <laughs> a White House official said in, in a statement to Politico, now, focused on what message? I mean, there really was no message. There was no live commanding, uh, big sermon speeches. There was no moment. You can't put your finger on one moment throughout that campaign where you said, my God, that's where it happened. Biden was just so in command. He was in charge. You, you can say that about other elections. You go back and you see them. And there, were, there was always that moment to... Or, or many more moments like it, that, you know, you'd see a campaign come to life, or you'd see what took place, and none of this was happening here. N none of this was taking place. So what message? Focus on what message? The only message they had was that Trump had to go. The, the, the anyth anything but Trump. That was the only message they had. There was nothing proactive, and surely there was nothing that uh, would, would save America in the future and be, be something that Americans could look at and be pleased with and policies that would impact their lives, not at all. Now, Politico says, but even if the strategy would have remained the same, Biden's team also concedes that the absence of Trump and his Twitter feed had been a pleasant addition to the job it's doing. And, and I quote, not having to deal with a deranged new tweet every hour. They feel blessed. This is what an advisor said now, political reports. Imagine that, friends, now. This is me speaking. A clear path with no distractions to the White House, to the Oval Office, even if you can't put three or four or five syllables together. I mean, imagine that, will you please? That somebody like that could have that clear path and have any, you know, any shot to win anything, let alone this position of the highest office in the land.
It is remarkable. And you have one source to blame for this. It is the media outlets, cable, mainstream, social, all of the outlets across the communication spectrum decided they had enough of Trump, no matter what, and were willing to put basically Humpty Dumpty in there if they had to, or Pinocchio, or Bunker Biden. Any of those would do. Now, Politico says, indeed, Twitter's suspension of Trump's account has seemed to realign the political universe. Go figure. Minimizing diversions and interruptions as the broader conversation over Biden's agenda played out. So listen to those words now, okay? Realign the political universe. You see what they're saying here. Minimize diversions and interruptions. Well, my fellow Americans and to my friends around the globe, that should tell you plenty right there. The fact that these culprits, these evil world global socialists, communists, Marxists, were very well set on realigning the political universe. And they had to put enough of a slippery campaign together to convince enough people beyond all the trickery. And I'm not going to focus on the trickery today of the election with all due respect. Okay. All right. But the fact that they did convince enough people over here for the legitimate part of the vote, whatever that was, you, you follow me. And the fact that they, they were going to realign the political universe to what their agenda was. And Politico reports on this and puts it right out here, the light of day. I mean, this, this article is blistering at Politico. I mean, it's just, just remarkable. And that they're willing to even admit all this stuff and put it in writing. Absolutely should more than blow your mind. It just tells you how brazen they are. It's not a hidden agenda anymore. And yet what really gets me is, still to this moment in this day, our political operatives, you know, people from all stripes in our country and our nation, were being dismantled by the moment. And yet they all just go along thinking it's business as usual, to whatever degree that is. You have some that are saying a little bit, but not very much. And clearly they're going along with business as usual as they take us down multiple, multiple pegs. And it's happening right in daylight, right in our lifetime. We've gone from Brokaw's, the greatest generation, to the most screwed up generation there ever was. And it's all right here now today. So they wanted to realign the political universe. They wanted to minimize diversions and interruptions. And the way to do that was, let's get Trump the hell off social media. Let's shut him up. Now, why Trump? He's only one man. I mean, why Trump? What can one man do? Well, because Trump commanded an army. He had an army of patriots. He had an army of people, Americans, who believed in uh, uh, America, patri patriotism, believed in America first, believed in our nation. And if you could get him out of the way, there's not a lot of people with all, and I've been thinking about this. I've, I've, I've really been thinking about this a lot. There's just not a lot of people that has the size of coconuts like Donald Trump. There just isn't. Now, Musk comes along. We'll see how this Musk piece plays out. We don't really know a lot yet, you understand? We don't, because he's now becoming more of a, you know, he was, for many years, he was sort of hidden in the background. 
You, you see what I mean? Oh, you, you heard it here and there, but not a lot. It wasn't the big story. All Now he's become a cultural icon and one that the left love, that the left hate right now. Um, but, you know, Musk is no conservative. That's for sure. He's a moderate at best. And there are many other things you would argue with me back. Some of you, what he is, some call him a libertarian, some call him an outright socialist. Uh, he, he proudly says he voted for Obama and has no apologies for that. He's happy to do that and realize now, in fact, he just put a graph up on social media that shows him moving a little more to the right. And of course, which is not a bad thing for somebody who's got that sort of wealth and power uh, that they can you know, bring in the diversity of America and the diversity of thought and not be an extremist probably isn't a bad thing for our country. Politico goes on to say, Trump wasn't there to demand a popular uprising against Biden's federal mask wearing mandate. His Twitter megaphone wasn't hyping the construction job losses that could come when Biden ended the Keystone XL pipeline project. These are all things that would kill us later on, by the way. Uh, Trump wasn't calling Biden a loser for his COVID-19 vaccination plans. So these are all the mandates and demanding whether you have a heart attack or not, you will have one, you know, that kind of thing, you know. Or attacking Anthony Fauci as a failure. He, he, he should have fired when the nation's leading infectious disease expert spoke out about how difficult it was for scientists to operate in the Trump administration. So what do you take from that part of the story from Politico? Well, so Trump was no longer there to demand anything, people. And either was the media. Nobody was there to demand anything. So there's that clear path to the White House that Joe Biden, they carved out for him. There was no, nobody to demand anything. And you didn't see a lot of other people around that had, again, the size coconuts that a Donald J. Trump had, you see? You, you just don't see that a lot. And there are some who say a few things or little things or a little bit sarcastic, but not to the degree where you're willing to put everything on the line. And the more that I've been thinking about that, I have to share with you, my fellow Americans and to my friends around the globe, that there is no doubt and, and, and I've been on both sides of this. I've, I've watched Donald J. Trump very, very carefully. But there is not another human being like him, uh, assuming he is a human being and assuming he's not some other species that we're not aware of and just wearing human clothes somehow. I don't know. Hmm. Don't read too much into that, but uh, hard to say. But he is a unique man for the times. And, and what would have happened if Trump wasn't here? And, and I've talked about this before, and I've thought about it plenty. You know, when you skip something out of our history and you pull it away, it changes everything, of course. It's like those Back to the Future movies when, you know what I'm saying? And you go back in time and then you take something out and it changes everything. Everything's screwed up. And then you go back, you know, 100 or 200 years later or 50 years later, and everything's backwards or forwards or different than what it is currently. And I often thought about that with, with this man, what would happen? It, probably, I'm going to say to you, we would have gone down faster, sooner, quicker. I'm pretty sure of it. Pr pretty sure. Because those four years, you think of all the policies and all the pro-America first and all the things that took place in, in spite of hurricanes and tornadoes being thrown at Donald Trump and the entire administration. And whistleblowers, secret, uh, uh, you know, people leaking everything every other day and 
Russia collusion and peeing on Moscow, Moscow prostitutes and just everything you could imagine. You know, the, the, it, it's a countless list, just the 25th Amendment. It's a countless list, you know. And, and still, it was a man who, in, in spite of all those headwinds, he stood there and he took it. And he fought back for the country. So, you, you know, we, we don't have to like, you know, quite frankly, we don't have to like his personality or we could love his personality. But you cannot deny the success that this man put the country first. And had he not been in that place, well, after the eight years of the Obama a Marxist administration, you clearly would have had the Hillary Clinton and that would have, there's the Saul Alinsky connection right there and the George Soros connection. Well, <laughs> yes, my friends, you know, we would have turned over very quick. We would have been there already, which is why this moment was interesting that all that happened and was to, I mean, undo all of the Trump legacy and policies that were pro-America and reverse it all to bring it back to where Obama was, even worse. But there are people who actually say that right now that he's done more damage than in fact, somebody just wrote an article in America out loud about that. He, he's done more damage in uh, X amount of months than Barack Obama did in eight years. But to be clear with you, it is still the Barack Obama agenda. And very clearly, this is still his term. And so you can say that on the face for the history book, but the real history is the proof of who's running this thing, you see. In which case, the fact that his name and face is not out there, Obama specifically in the news cycle, it is clearly a quite involved in the policies and the people of this administration, because they are the same people for number 44. Absolutely. So Politico says Biden still has faced a steady flow of criticism from his short time in office. That's again, early 21 here. But nothing has come even comparably close to getting trapped in the gravitational pull of Trump's Twitter feed which had the ability to move markets, unseat office holders, and tear up news cycles again and again in a matter of hours. You see, my fellow Americans, I would say to you, Trump is a canoe rocker. He's a truth teller, even when it hurts, when it's painful, when it's not politically correct to say it. And you're not supposed to, I get what that means. I'm the same way. You know, the, the, the truth definitely can hurt and often does, especially when people are living in a fairy tale land with a facade. It can absolutely hurt. It hurts like hell. And I get what that is. And Trump was after a, a different kind of America. He was trying to bring it back to the roots of our Constitution and trying to bring a pro-America first agenda back. Perfect. Nobody's perfect, people. There is no perfection in any of this. And I don't have rose-colored glasses on and I'm not out kissing Donald Trump's ass. Never have, never did, never will. But we have to talk about what the reality of this story is and qualities are qualities and faults are faults. And we all have them. Let's be clear. There's no idol here and no, you know, not an icon of sorts. I think he probably still is a human being, is my guess. I have not heard otherwise to the contrary, although some of his actions and things could prove otherwise. But that's the latest information I have on that. 
You know, they, they go on to finish. Uh, Trump had a, an amazing ability to distract from issues. He was able to plant seeds of doubt about entire institutions and regular democratic processes, says Philip Howard, uh, director of the Oxford Internet Institute, which studies the social science of the Internet, actually. Having him off Twitter allows the conversation about climate change to stay on topic. <laughs> and about evidence, they say. Uh, the conversation about race and social inequality can stay focused on policy ideas. A full stop right there now. Climate change, stay on topic. You see where this is going and what's being admitted here in this political article back in early 21. You see what's happened here. This tells you everything. They wanted to keep their globalist one world order on topic. It, they wanted the, that agenda to become really the law of our just the law of our land, the law of our thinking, the law of our consciousness. That's what they were after right there. Okay. And it tells you everything, just looking back historically at many of these stories that I see now back then. And they put them right out in the light of day. And Politico finishes and says, while well, Trump's absence from Twitter has been a gift to Biden early on, it also may end up benefiting the GOP. Oh, there it is. <laughs> a gift for the GOP, they say. Yeah, well, because it is a uniparty. There are many screwed up Republicans as there are Democrats, by the way. Uh, and that's part of the problem. And that's why Trump bucked the system all the time. And that was the canoe rock and that went on where his own party would, would be flabbergasted as to what the man would say because he didn't follow the protocol of what it meant or what it looked like to be presidential. He's not presidential. The code for that, my fellow Americans, is that you're not doing what we tell you to do. You're not answering the establishment in the way and the, the order of which we desire. And no, you cannot have your own way and you cannot do these kinds of policies without our permission. You know, and it's... It's all back to politics as usual now uh, and on steroids through this cabal that's been put around Joe Biden, regardless of all the gas and all the problems that exist with this. OK. Now, I see a lot of reports now in past days about Republicans fearing a Trump return to an Elon Musk owned Twitter. Been a lot of reports about that now. OK. And, and I see one of the stories in CNBC, Biden officials worry Musk will allow Trump to return to Twitter. So that was kind of, that's kind of where people are now wondering, you, you know, you see, the, you see the line in the sand here, people, what's happening. You know, they're, they're worried now that this could unravel the momentum of what's taken place here to get to this one world order with all the damage in place of what's taken place in this very short time of the Biden administration. Very, very short time. The pain that everybody's feeling. I mean, this is only the beginning, people. I mean, you, you, we haven't scratched the surface yet for what's going to take place here. This is only the very beginning. Call the appetizer. This man hasn't been in office long enough to cause the extensive damage that will take place from these kinds of policies and the kinds of things he's doing. When I say he, the cabal around him, the, the Obama Express, let's call it, the Obama Express. 
because a lot of those people in the, the Biden the tentacles are all Obama people. And they are the ones clearly running the show. And they're the ones always trying to cover up and do damage control for the president now, you see. Okay. Uh, it is absolutely remarkable what's taken place. A lot of interesting reactions to Musk buying Twitter from the left. Yes, very clearly. People that are arranged. But, but I'm most focused uh, you know, about this bedrock of a function and democracy and where we're at and why this is why this is such a danger right now, which taking place. And, you know, and I'm not thinking, and I don't think you should think that it's going to be an easy ride forward with Elon Musk. I, I don't see that. And I'm not saying he can't do the job um, and, you know, how steadfast he will be. Remember, you're dealing with a lot of political trash in Twitter. This is a highly politicized organization for sure. And these people are not going to get out of there easy, even with a crowbar. And they planted a lot of uh, bombs, just like when you leave the uh, the war field of an Afghanistan or an Iraq. There's all kinds of uh, mines in the field out there that there's a lot of damage that'll blow limbs off and do other things. Same thing is going to be with these algorithms and all of this business that's deep buried into the graveyard of Twitter. But a lot of these people, the damage is there. So how much of that, you know, unless he, he's not going to fire everybody today or tomorrow or next week, I, I don't know. Maybe over time, I, it's hard to say. And I really don't know what approach he's going to take to that. But just because there's a new person up here, you know, he's not a micromanager. So this whole dream of everybody thinking that somehow Musk is going to save the day uh, may be uh, a little too... Uh, quick to acknowledge that or celebrate that moment, if you will, when we really don't know the outcome of all of the things I'm talking about. What we do know right now, however, is the bedrock of our function in democracy. We're well down the road, people, of uh, in, in a very scary mode, America is being dismantled limb by limb right now, right in broad daylight, right in front of, of the American people. And I think a lot of people are looking to see, because this is a job that's going to be needed for more than just one man. It's more than just a Donald Trump or just an Elon Musk. It is going to be a job for we, the people. This, this is a job that's going to require just much more than one man or two men to be able to accomplish. Because there is a full assault on this country right now. And, and you can feel it. Everybody knows it. And even those that don't want to admit anything, who still believe somehow that there's a Democrat party left when there's not, and that they don't want to admit that the one world order and the socialist communists have taken over that part of the wing and they're controlling the agenda of the left. We see the polls, we see the numbers. We know that this administration and this president has sunk very low. We don't know what they're gonna to try to pull off or do between now and the midterms. And we don't know also what kind of trickery plays into this thing, but they have to know that they're taking a beating right now, uh, at least from the legal standpoint of what we can see, what we can't see beyond all the algorithms and the, the trickery out there and the cheating. We don't know that, uh, what will take place or what happens, you know, with that. Um, we have all got to do our part, we the people, and we've all got to, uh, we've got to stay healthy. Best way to do that is healthy cell healthy cell. Uh, the best way, have a healthy immune system. 
Uh, we all need to take Healthy Cell every day. Uh, the Immune Super Boost, Vitamin C, Vitamin D3, Zinc, Echinacea Extract, Elderberry Extract, it's a wow. It's a microgel. And the microgel, you can put, I put it in a few ounces of water and I just take it with a few other things. It's perfect, it's absolutely perfect. Uh, I also take Focus, uh, Memory and Focus, which is outstanding. It's got a little tangerine taste to it. Again, these are all microgels. They're in a little uh, container, easy to travel with as well. Uh, put them in water if you want, or take it in right out of the package and put it right in. They taste good, so nothing wrong with that either. I just take other things with it, so I put it in a few ounces of water, and I find that works for me. But you do what works for you, of course. And all our listeners get 20% off that first order. I really believe in this product. I've, I've been taking Healthy Cell for over four years now, and it's why it's, it's an amazing product on our network, on our platform. Um, healthycell.com forward slash out loud. Take the 20% off. Just put the out loud code in and uh, get on the, uh, the the healthy cell train with me, will you? And let's uh, let, let's build a healthy generation. So we're here to, 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 to continue to fight the battles is the best way I would say it. Uh, our other partner, I want to bring your, to, to your attention right now with all of these uh, diseases and viruses and, and challenges we're all faced with. I want to bring you to the attention. You've been hearing me talk about this. You've been hearing Dr. Peter McCullough talk about it. And that is the Genesis Fogger, an amazing product. Amazing. Uh, now, this uses HOCL. And HOCL is a remarkable product. I, I just don't know why we're not using it more and doing more with it in our lives. This hypochlorous acid, the HOCL, it kills superbugs, it kills pathogens, viruses, flus, uh, influenzas. It ki kills SARS-CoV-2, get it? Kills all of that. And it puts a dry mist in the air. The key is, as, as we talk about here, the, the, the fogger, it distributes the HOCL. That's what's beautiful about the fogger. It makes using HOCL a breeze. And you use it to clean all these musty areas, the general rooms, get some fresh scent to the room. Anytime you've got people in and out, for sure, use the Genesis fogger. It's, it's, a, little, it's a little hardware. It goes right over your shoulder, a little piece of equipment, very, very easy to use. And you just dilute the HOCL in there and bing, it's all over the room. Uh, it, especially if you've got a small business or something, you definitely use it. Use it in your house, people in and out, things going on, use it there. So Genesis fogger. Now you want to use the out loud code here because you get 15% off the fogger. That's a big deal. Uh, go to genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud. And you'll get that 15% off for all these products I have are uh, at the banner ads back at americaoutloud.com. Just click the banner ad and you're entitled as one of our listeners and one of our readers back on the platform. You're entitled to the discounts we've negotiated for you. I will take a quick pause, my fellow Americans, and to our friends around the globe. Uh, you're listening to the voice of a nation. Our global experts are brilliant writers and engaging hosts on a mission of a lifetime. You'll find the latest news and inspiration on the front page of AmericaOutloud.com. In today's world, there's no escaping the headlines filled with warnings about emerging viruses and dangerous superbugs. Genesis is the only technology that safely and effectively obliterates harmful pathogens both in the air and on surfaces. Genesis plus HOCL neutralize these threats to your environment in just seconds. Find out more about this amazing technology at genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a 15% discount. With Genesis, you'll be prepared for what's next. Each of us is born with 30 trillion cells that make us. These cells determine how we feel, 
perform, sleep, focus, and how long we live. And to live our best life, all we have to do is feed ourselves. But most food and supplements don't reach our cells, keeping us from reaching our full potential. Make every cell count with Healthy Cell. Founded with a mission to empower people to take control of their own health at the most fundamental level, Dr. Vincent Jampapa, world-renowned cell researcher and medical doctor, created supplements that work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off your first order of any product. And that's HealthyCell.com, H-E-A-L-T-H-Y-C-E-L-L. -E -L -L, and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off. People often ask me, Malcolm, how do we fight the corruption? Robert Frost has said it best, freedom lies in being bold. Well, for six incredible years, bold is America out loud. Welcome to the new era in communications, America Out Loud Talk Radio. We join you back here on The Voice of a Nation. It is Malcolm Out Loud here, yours truly, and we are tearing this apart today uh, with the uh, bedrock of a functioning democracy, Elon Musk. Uh, I bring you to that attention to the, to the political article back in January 21. I will make sure the links to these are in the post when this goes to podcast, I promise you, uh, because you'll definitely want to go read these and you'll have a sense of what I'm talking about to, you know, when you, when you understand, uh, what what we're dealing with here you know and and that this is all in the light of day now the other story i reference is that cnbc let me get moving here got a lot to talk to you about this headline was biden officials worry musk will allow trump to return to twitter now white house officials and democratic strategists are privately worrying about how elon musk's 44 billion dollar hostile takeover of twitter will affect the 2024 presidential election of course it was hostile keep in mind because it was going against the one world government new order agenda that they had in place very clearly. So that would be hostile. It would be hostile because this is a pro-America agenda. And I, from everything I can see, it looks like Elon Musk is, likes this country. He likes uh, capitalism for sure, to be sure. He, he, I believe he loves America. I believe he seems to be a patriot. I believe he loves diversity of opinion. Uh, everything I see those boxes can be checked. You can go beyond all that and put a lot of the names on it, and some of you will, and that's okay. But the boxes I just checked matter. And there's no perfect in any of this, to be clear, okay? Um, so they're worried about this article on CNBC. Let's listen, listen now, this is a killer. They're worried that it's going to affect the 2024 presidential election. Now, you can't make this stuff up. You cannot make this stuff up. So the CNBC folks and the Democratic strategists and the White House are worried that this buyout of Twitter being a big deal, uh, uh, right, that it will affect the 2024 presidential election. What they're really saying is that it could affect our agenda, that it could affect our socialist regime, that it could affect a one world government globalist takeover. It could affect any of that. And it surely could affect the presidential election. And God, we need that clear path again. Do you see what's happening here, people? You see what's happening here? 
We need that clear path is what CNBC is saying in, in light of the White House, the Democratic strategists and, and all. We need that clear path like we gave to Joe Biden. You gave us Joe Biden. We need that again for the 2024 so we can continue our assault on humanity, our assault on America and the world at large. You better believe it. Mm. Wow. And especially when and if the billionaire returns Donald Trump to return to the platform, which, of course, Trump, as you probably know, has said he doesn't want to return to Trump uh, to Twitter. But we don't really know whether that he, he wants to stay with True Social. Obviously, he created this gem. Him and Devin Nunes is running it. Um, you know, could be. Of course, you could do more than one social media site and, and everybody does. Uh, so hard to say what's going to happen there. I mean, they could engage the, the 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 site again. They could just make it active and then force him to go in and turn it off if he wanted to, or he might be so enticed to see it there again and go go play. Who knows? Who knows? We don't really know. But then again, there were more than just Donald Trump that were thrown off uh, out of a moving car with Twitter uh, back to this, uh, this whole um, uh, election cycle. There were a lot more that were thrown off there, you know. Uh, CNBC says officials within President Joe Biden's administration are closely watching the deal, according to more than half a dozen advisors to Biden, including two administration officials. Some of Biden's team have grown increasingly concerned that the Tesla CEO will allow Trump and, and other Republican operatives who were banned from free speech uh, from Twitter to return to the platform. You cannot make this stuff up, people. Listen to what I'm telling you. This is CNBC now. So they're concerned that, uh, that, that, you know, that this guy, this new guy might allow Trump and, and other operatives of Republican nature, these monsters, these people who think differently than a one world order, God forbid, that they will allow them to have free speech of any kind in this country. What the hell is the matter with these people? And to think that this is all, and in th this article here, by the way, in CNBC is more relatively current. This was on April 25th, to be sure. And we'll have that link in the post as well. But you'll see what I'm saying here now. Do you, do you, do you, do you, do you, I don't think people are reading between the tea leaves here to see what I'm saying. You see, okay, all right. I mean, they, they put it right here. We're increasingly concerned that this CEO, this Tesla CEO, this Musk dude, they he'll allow Trump and other Republican operatives to get back to Twitter, free speech, to return to the platform. Oh my God, the hell's the matter with this guy? I mean, right. I mean, they, they just want a one-way, they just want a one-way conversation. They want a clear path again. They want a clear path to the White House. They want a clear path to take over the country. They want a clear path to be a, a globalist, one world, kumbaya society for all. That's what they're looking for. Now, former President Barack Obama is among a group of Biden allies, yeah, I'm sure, privately concerned that Musk's acquisition of Twitter could lead to a Trump return to the platform and these other operatives, of course. Uh, and Obama's really concerned. Well, can you imagine that, that he would be concerned that free speech would be lit again in our country? Because there is no more free speech. The First Amendment has been silenced. And the rest of us are being heavily shadow banned and censored. I've seen it happening for years now. I don't sit and whine about it or act like a crying little bitch. I mean, there's no person, no point to that. There's no purpose to it. You got to put on your big boy pants and just move forward, people. And until we can buy these units over or start the new ones, as people are trying to do, you succumb to the rules that they have out there. And I don't see what whining does about it. But look at the truth seeds I'm giving you today. Look at the truth seeds. 
And I quote here back to the CNBC article. Now, Trump will use Twitter to do far more damage to regain power in 22 and 24, while Elon Musk has no indication that he will do anything to stop him. This is Mary Ann Marsh. You remember Mary Ann Marsh? Oh, she's a tree. Or the veteran Democratic strategist told CNBC. So Mary Ann Marsh wants Musk to stop Trump so he doesn't regain power in 22 and 24 and stop all the operatives so they don't regain power. Can you make any of this up by chance? And either am I. <laughs> it's, it's all out here, people, in the light of day. They, the, these Democratic strategists, and she is one of them, they want things to be clamped down. They want the Twitters of the world and the Facebooks of the world, the Zuckerbergs. They want them to clamp down. And not, they're looking for a one-sided conversation, their conversation, that's it. And there's a good part of America who doesn't have a clue. They don't realize what's going to happen. And they won't realize until there's no freedoms left. When there is no legitimate free speech, and we're headed there to be sure. This is not some hypothetical. It's happening, people. It is happening. Yeah, it's uh, Jen Zaki says, uh, Biden has long talked about his concerns about the power of social media platforms, including Twitter and others, to spread misinformation, disinformation. She said at a briefing, and they need to be held accountable. Well, you know, Again, Zaki and the White House and others, their form of misinformation or disinformation is anything that doesn't fit their agenda. Do you see how easy that is? When you want a clear path to victory and you want everybody to step out of the way and give that to you, and you say anything that doesn't fit that, that's going to be misinformation and disinformation. You see the picture how that works? So sure, Jen Zaki would see that as a problem. Now, the reactions to Musk buying Twitter have been over the tops through the woods to grandma's house we go, I will tell you now. Remarkable stuff here. A Twitter's top lawyer here, Vijay Godai, uh, she heads the content moderation, okay? Uh, Vijay Godai, and she heads all this moderation Twitter. She's uh, rumored to have been instrumental in booting former Trump from the platform, multiple, multiple reports on this now, and that she was crying during the company meeting. And a lot of these people do cry when they get the carpet pulled from up under their feet uh, from their one world globalist agenda and trying to make America into a communist nation, for sure. Um, so she, her response to Elon Musk, this is, and the purchase of the platform, uh, and that Elon Musk was uh, desirable to transform Twitter to a free speech friendly platform. Uh, Godday allegedly cried and went crazy and expressed concerns about how the company could change. And they don't want it to change. They want it to be as corrupt and evil as it is now uh, for the rest of its days, basically, you see. And I quote, and they say, sources confirm that she spoke at length about how she is proud of the work her team has done and offered employees encouragement urging them to keep striving to do good work at the company, it added. Well, again, as I said to you 20 minutes ago, they're going to continue this fight with all buried deep into the graveyard there of their algorithm hell. Now, I'm sure they've got all kinds of tweaks and damage control in there uh, that they've got their hands all on the levers of power. There's probably things planted in there that will never get out of there, you see? No matter if you spent $44 billion or $44 trillion, uh, you'd probably pretty well have to burn this sucker up 
and start again. And maybe that's what he has to do at some point. I don't really know. It's a hell of an investment to buy just an idea, though, isn't it? A lot of money, a lot of cha-ching-ching, to be sure. Employees have often described this Vijay Gaudet as the moral authority. That's like the Wizard of Oz behind the curtains is what that means, my fellow Americans. She's the moral authority on content moderation, and she uh, plays a major role in both getting Trump booted off the platform and freezing the New York Post story about Hunter Biden's laptop. She's just, she's just a real good old gal, this, this uh, Vijay here. Yeah, just a good old gal. And then Musk says, suspending the Twitter account of a major news organization, such as the New York Post, hence, for publishing a truthful story was obviously incredibly inappropriate. Yeah, Musk, and that's the company you just bought. So what are you going to do about it? As they say on the streets up there, what are you going to do about it? That's what's got to be asked to Musk now. What is he going to do about it? You see? <laughs> he ought to take VJ Gaudet and the rest of them and put them on a bus somewhere to a penitentiary would be just perfect. Senator Chuck Schumer says, I quote, I hope it doesn't get any darker. Well, he ought to take his sunglasses off. He might be able to see again. As Senator Elizabeth Warren says, oh, this is a beaut. This deal is dangerous for our democracy. Well, my friends, her statement says it all. Free speech is dangerous, is Elizabeth's message. Of course it is when you're a socialist communist and you want a one-word global kumbaya order. Well, free speech would be dangerous, people. And that's what these people, they all eat out of the same bowl of Wheaties, by the way. So there you go. Now, in a tweet on April 26th, Musk says the extreme antibody reaction from those who fear free speech says it all. Now, I love that tweet. That, that's my whole message here today. So let's, let's, let's digress just a moment. Grab onto your brain, your thoughts here a minute with me, people. This is a tweet from Elon Musk, to be sure. Again, on the 26th of April in, our, in the year of our Lord 2022. That says the extreme antibody reaction from those who fear free speech, says it all. It does indeed, Mr. Musk. It does. And it plays to Elizabeth Warren's point. The deal is dangerous for our democracy. Free speech is dangerous. Well, there it is. By sure. And on April 26, he followed with another tweet that said, by free speech, I simply mean that which matches the law. I am against censorship that goes far beyond the law. If people want free, less free speech, they will ask government to pass laws to that effect. Therefore, going beyond the law is contrary to the will of the people. This tweet simply confirms that we have a First Amendment in America, is what that means. Interesting. And then Trump's, uh, Elon Musk's overall goal, he says here, is less content moderation, more free speech. I mean, it's very clear, even though they deny it, they're moderating all the content. And friends, they've been moderating the content on all these stories. The January 6th Capitol protest, the election fraud, the green energy, the Build Back Better plans, the Hunter's laptop. There's an endless array of stories. They're all being moderated to the degree of creating a one world government new order. That's what's happening here. And then Musk's uh, other tweet to end the program here, he says, I hope that even my worst critics remain on Twitter because that is what free speech means. Well, many of them are not. 
they're packing up and leaving. There's predictions that the left will go crying their soup and create other social media outlets. They own everything else. So other than these smaller ones that have just come along recently, the Gavs, the Pollers, the Getters, you know, these new ones, hard to say what's going to happen. And, you know, in the, that busy intersection and in the megaphone of America, it, it kind of monopolized, does sit Twitter and Facebook. They, they're the biggest names, YouTube, Google. These are the biggest names in the business. These are the ones that are censoring everything and have created the agenda. And they are responsible for your inflation today, your high gas prices, the decimation of your country. Uh, these are the people that are solely responsible for it, keep in mind. And that, that is a fact. I've just given you the evidence here today. It puts this all in the light of day now where we the people are going to have to react to this. This isn't a job for one man or two men. It's not a job for Donald Trump and Elon Musk. It's a job for we the people. We'll need to respond. I just laid out a very compelling case here over the last hour. Listen back to this again as it goes to podcast. Look at the stories. I'll have links in the podcast when it goes there. And share this information out there. Help us wake people up, please, to the out loud truth. That's what I ask of you. Well, I can ask one favor of you is to please share this information with 10 people you know. Of all different political stripes as well. Share it and just make sense of it and say, this is why we're in trouble here. And how do we fix it? Those are the questions we need to be asking. And my fellow Americans and to my friends around the globe, it is all back at AmericaOutloud.com. We are on the front lines for liberty and justice for all. We invite you back there as a place we, we hope you'll consider your home and, and be comfortable. We're open to all your ideas and thoughts as our agenda is America's agenda. And we wish the best for all people. Thank you for joining me on the mission. It's time to get involved and get loud.